0: Welcome to the Recruitment Flex with Serge and Shelly. I'm Serge.
1: And I'm Shelly. And we talk all things recruitment starting right now.
0: Welcome to the Recruitment Flex for this special hundred episode. Shelly, <laughs>
1: can you believe it? Yes, I can believe it. Because something I've always known about you, Serge, is you do the work of four people. And when Serge does something, me tell you, he can run fucking circles around most people. So can I believe it? Yes, I can. It's only because it's you.
0: It's definitely the Serge and Shelley show. that. <laughs> so we've, we've... True.
1: We both have a passion for this. Yes, we, we had a vision. A I think we're a, a pretty powerful duo.
0: Most podcasts, I think the average is six episodes before they give up. A lot of people when they start a podcast don't realize how much work is actually involved in doing this. For the audience to know, it's finding the guests, booking the guests, having something to talk about. So, creating an Mm -hmm. episode guide. Mm -hmm. It's promoting it, creating website, all your social media channels. It's recording, then it's editing, then it's publishing. There is. A lot of work to be done and yes I think a lot of people realize that five episodes in and they're like "Ooh, this is a lot more work than expected where's my money (laughs) 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 and it doesn't exactly work like that
1: so Serge are you willing to tell the audience just how much money we've made at episode 100 zero (laughs) is the magic
0: number Uh, right
1: so what the hell are you doing this for. We yeah. had on
0: purpose, right? We want to make sure we have a quality product. And and someone said to me, don't worry about monetizing it. Don't worry about Yeah. yeah. Uh, how big your audience is, create quality and the audience and the money will follow. And we're starting to see that right now. A lot of people that we follow and that we listen to podcasts in this industry, we talk about Chad and Cheese, they've been doing this for a long time. Matt Alder, Matt Alder has a massive audience and he's been doing it since 2016. That's what I thought, yeah. It's all about consistency. It's all about doing the work. But anyway... Mm -hmm. A lot of our audience is fairly new. So Mm -hmm. I want you, Shelley, reintroduce yourself to the
1: audience. Are you going to let me go first? Oh, that's because you want the last word. That's it. it. Got it. Okay. Thanks, Serge. So I'll start with me. Shelley Billinghurst. I am a mom, three wonderful kids. I'm also a daughter. So I'm looking after my old people. And I started recruiting in 1994 and I joined a staffing agency and I knew by my third week on that job that I'd found my life's work. And I became a number one contributor to profit. And so I spent 10 years with that agency and was president's clubs for six years out of those 10, and then president diamond award for one year as well. I loved being in the agency world. I had done everything that you could possibly do and I was ready for a new challenge. So I went over to corporate and then I spent 10 years in corporate recruitment where I was heading up recruiting teams with some of the biggest mandates in the world. I was on one of the oil sands projects, which started out with a budget of $4 billion. It doesn't sound like a lot to, in today's dollars, but that project ended up being the most expensive in the world and one of the largest construction projects in the world. And I headed up engineering recruitment for what came to be a $12 billion construction project. Then I went over to probably the most sleepy, boring industry in the world. And I headed up a talent acquisition department for electric utility. Who the fuck cares about how electricity is made? I just want to flip the switch and the light comes on. So yeah, challenge of a lifetime because trying to create an employer brand around an industry that nobody is really interested in. So then I left that in 2014 and started my own company, Higher Value. And then along came this guy, Serge, who i had been friends with since my days at the electric company. And he says to me, Shelly, what do you think about becoming an ad agency, recruitment advertising agency? And I went, hell yeah. Didn't have a clue what he was talking about. (laughs) Anyways, it was Serge. Yes, my my co-host here. That recruited me and brought me on board to become an Indeed agency partner. And I took it from a single account to top three in Canada as a reseller for Indeed. Added in a whole bunch of other products that higher value resells. But my real passion is going into recruitment teams and taking a look at their process and helping then carve out a real strategy. So that brings me up to present day. And did I do that in under four minutes, Serge? Or are you going to cut a lot of that out?
0: I'll I'll cut most of it out. (laughs) Serge
1: does the editing just for everybody who's listening. So that's my life fucking story. Higher value has become everything I dreamed it would be. And I give credit to Serge for bringing me in on a brilliant idea when the market was still really virginal.
0: Virginal. Yes. I'm going to start using (laughs) that word.
1: Yeah. Nobody even knew that you had to pay money to be on Indeed. Everybody thought it was this free job board. And so I was brought in those very early days and it's been a blast. So, Serge, that's my story. And I know your story is equally riveting and exciting. So, how about you share with the audience? Who is this guy, Serge?
0: Let's think about it. Nineteen ninety-four. I was in junior high school when you started recruiting. So you <laughs> had a little bit of a head start.
1: Little, you know, yeah, a little
0: bit about Serge. And I'll try search. to do. I'll try to do it without bragging as much. I was not bragging. Hey, you tend to brag. That's just you. That's part of your charm. That's okay. So it's a little bit of a story. I fell into recruitment, right? Like everyone else, I was managing a cell phone store for a long time. And what I really enjoyed doing was the recruitment part of it. I was very eager in hiring the best possible people for my store and all the stores that I manage. Then this job came up called a, a recruitment specialist. So I applied for it. This is for a telecom company here in Canada, probably the biggest so I got the job and I figured out I was kind of a prodigy when it came to recruitment. I really did an amazing job as a recruitment specialist and got promoted to the manager of Talent Acquisition, within in six months, never recruited in my life before formally, and did such a great job in the first six months. Here you go, I'm bragging, Shelley. They promoted <laughs> to lead Talent Acquisition for the whole country. So I was a recruitment manager for this company for a couple of years, then started moving on to other companies in similar sectors, but I've led recruitment teams from anywhere from, two people to 25 people I did that for quite a long time then one day one of my close friends worked at Workopolis and she was like you have to come work for us oh, you've got the sales can you name names? yeah Leah Solbrink was it
1: I'm, Leah Solbrink yes yeah.
0: <laughs> friend of both of ours someone yes, that still is. works a friend of the show a friend of the show still works at Indeed so yeah. shout out to you Leah if you're listening. And I went on as an account executive for Workopolis, which was the biggest job board in Canada, was uh, the brand, extremely strong brand, and similar to what happened at bell i killed it so i'm bragging again and i got promoted to (laughs) you
1: don't have to point that out i think i think the audience can figure out that it's not bragging it's the truth
0: it it is the truth so i became the director of western canada for workopolis and ended up doing that for seven years Workopolis went through some hard times in the market where we're at, oil and gas crash. And we're in Calgary, Alberta, oil and gas is a major industry. And I moved on to a staffing firm for a year, but then someone came knocking that really wanted me to join their company. And uh, that was Indeed. So I came on board with Indeed and I was the director for Western Canada and Quebec, did that for a couple of years, then realized that I'm really missing the recruitment game on a day-to-day basis. And went to uh, lead a talent acquisition team at a large construction company. Then I went into the tech sector leading talent acquisition. And not long ago, I decided I need to do this on my own. So similar to Shelly, love going in and consulting on what are the proper practices your organization should be doing. I'm still Mm -hmm. leading a talent acquisition on a part-time basis at a tech company. I'm consulting for an HR tech company, Visi Recruiter, Mm -hmm. um, and I have my own company called Seeds and Trees Talent Studios where we focus on recruitment for startups in the tech sector. So a lot of hats that I'm wearing, but that's my journey and that's where we're at right now. Let's put this in perspective. We had 100 episode, and we had our first episode And we did not have a clue what we were doing, Shelly. Would you agree with that? Did you know anything about podcasting before we started talking about doing this podcast?
1: No. All I knew was that every time you and I got together, we had these awesome conversations. And it was really apparent that we should share this with others. And that was really the genesis of it. COVID hit and the networking events came to a screaming halt. You had been hugely successful on the Disrupt HR and Serge's presentation at Disrupt HR. You got to look it up because it went viral. We kind of went, geez, you know what? We should talk about this all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. How about I play a clip of our first episode and oh, tell God. me if you're going- Am I going to cringe? Welcome to our very first episode of the Recruitment Flex. So my name is Serge and I have a special co-host. Who's my co-host?
1: It's, uh, it's Shelly here. Hey Serge, yeah. how you doing?
0: I am doing great. How excited are you?
1: Um, do you know, this is pretty amazing that we took this from really kind of a, a dream, an idea, and we're really doing it. Oh my God. We are really doing I it.
0: I know. It's and awesome. I want to give the audience really the, uh, the clue that we're not professional. So this mm-hmm. may suck for a while, but yeah. I don't think it will. I think the information is going to be really good. We might suck as hosts, uh, but, <laughs>
1: but we're trying. we are going to
0: improve. Exactly. We're trying. So Shelly, how yeah. cringy
1: was that? Well, it was uh, a little choppy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, when you hear your voice at first, you're like, oh, do you know what I noticed most was the sound quality? right? Because we were recording over Zoom. And I think I had a a headset that I got at London Drugs for 20 bucks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, actually, the sound quality wasn't as bad as I thought in my head, because I thought it was a lot worse. So question for you, Mm -hmm. again, is, who do
1: you think our first guest was? I'm guessing because I know we had some pretty amazing guests. But was it Hung Lee? No. Who was our first guest?
0: He was her second. Today on the Recruitment Flex, we have a special guest. Katrina Collier is the author of the fabulous book, The Robot Proof Recruiter.
1: It was Katrina. I'm so sorry, Katrina, if you're listening. She's now also though part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Yeah, we're on the same channel together.
0: We're on the same channel. She was our first guest. Loved the book. I had just finished reading Robot Proof Recruiter. I'm like, I need to get her on the show. And she brought great insights across Mm -hmm. the board But over a hundred episodes we've had over 70 guests who was your favorite
1: guest okay i have a favorite guest and then i have most starstruck okay that i honest to god couldn't believe it was actually happening my favorite guest hands down was when we had james ellis and alina valentine together and it was oh my gosh It was so amazing. As a matter of fact, I think for most of the episode, you and I sat there almost speechless because the two of them just roared in. It was amazing. But my most starstruck, and I know you tease the hell out of me for this because I actually found myself flirting with them. And that was Hung Lee. (laughs) I I could hardly believe this was really happening there. He was on the screen, what he's done for talent acquisition globally, who he is like, he's just larger than life to me. Now, what about you? First of all, who is the the most interesting guest for
0: you most, the most interesting. guest. Ooh. That's a good question. Cause I had some favorite guests, obviously hung Lee, especially the last episode we did with him. I thought was absolutely fantastic. The perspective he brings i also really love jerome from smart recruiters yes. i think this episode oh my was, God. was amazing
1: i learned so much that episode
0: yes I elena learned. valentine
1: mm-hmm.
0: fantastic she made well. me cry she made you cry i forgot <laughs> i should have pulled that clip actually and then there's james ellis and i oh, can't think yep. of a better guest for a podcast than james ellis and It's pretty obvious. Listen to this. It's a longer clip, but the guy's just hilarious. And he is so knowledgeable about employment brand and talent acquisition. Like your cable company, your cell phone provider. These are companies that no one goes, woohoo, I can't wait to call my cable company. No one has ever said that in their life. So, okay, that's part of the brand. It's part of it. So you can't just start with a clean sheet of paper and say, ah, we have a 4.5 glass door review, good employer brand. No, it's like saying of the orchestra, the flutes are killing it. But by the way, there's a whole other orchestra, and they may be drowning out the rest of those flutes. And by the way, I make where these things up. Where you come up with this shit? Oh, I make these God. things up. It's literally yeah. how my where brain
1: works. Where I honestly, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> well, where you come. You are. I wrote this down in preparation for our our podcast uh-huh. with you. It said, "You are absolutely the king of analogies."
0: He's got like 20 clips that I can choose from of different things that he said. And when James and Elena came on the show together, that was just pure magic. So for listeners, go back, listen to James Ellis and Elena Valentine in the same episode. But I would have to say my favorite guest has been James Ellis. But we've had such great guests across the Mm -hmm. board, like Adam Gordon, great. Chris Russell... Yeah. Job board doctor, Jeff Dickey Chase. Tim
1: Sackett. Tim Sackett. Is oh my God. We had Tim Sackett on our show.
0: Even oh, local shit. people like love when Kelly Plord came, love yeah. when Susan Shea and Paula Breeze came mm-hmm. on. I thought it was a really good episode. Very
1: brave of them because we were newbies ourselves. But one of the things
0: that we always talked about is disagreements and have fights. And we haven't had as many as I thought that we were going to have. Do you agree? Really?
1: Well, I think we start out thinking that we're going to have opposing views, but as we talk through it, we realize, Oh, wait a minute. That's probably why I feel the show is so genuine is that I'm certainly not afraid to change my mind on some things. I know we've um, had massive disagreements on one topic in particular and I still haven't changed my mind.
0: Well, let's talk about that one. Let me play Let me a just, clip. Okay, that one. The, let's see if we both agree. Views work, Shelley. I'm not. We're going to change subject after this, but I'm a big believer. It's not because I like Matt and I think what he's <laughs> selling is great.
1: No, Serge.
0: No, I'm, I'm not dealing, I'm working with
1: this. Well, I maybe I get bit. it. But here's the end of the day. It just smacks of that 1970s "Do what I say" mentality. Show me why we should hire you. Like that's well, that's why should
0: do why do a phone screen then? What's the point? Let's just hire everyone that comes and applies. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Because a no. phone screen is not a better experience. It's a horrible experience.
1: No, I recruiter and it's a hold hell on, Serge. You, you can't compare the two. This we're talking one way video one because it's a human being speaking to a human being. That was heated. That was very heated. That
0: was the episode we had Matt Baxter on.
1: Matt was like. It was like watching your parents fight.
0: <laughs> yes, but you were so aggressive to Matt on that episode. That was the one that you pulled out all the stop and, and poor Matt cuz I used He's to He's gone her- on
1: to be a gazillionaire just everybody out there his app has just taken off like a rocket.
0: Cuz I used to have like text conversations every once in a while with him. I haven't heard from him ever since <laughs> <laughs> we <heard> that episode. <laughs>
1: And didn't Chad Sowash just absolutely ream him over the coals, too, for letting me hand him his ass?
0: (laughs) Yeah, on on the next week episode of Chad and Cheese. But we've had disagreements. And the other aspect is when people are listening to it is like, is Serge being mean to Shelly? And it's all in love, but making fun of someone... It's part of how I show love. So for the audience, please don't think there's a dislike to Shelly when I'm saying something like she's old, because it's all in Jess.
1: Yeah. Some listeners who maybe didn't hear the earlier episodes where we talked about the fact that there's a generation gap between us, also your home life and my home life, and the fact that we are not romantically connected in any way, <laughs> even though we fight as if we're married. Some people may have missed that. And so I'm glad you brought that up. Because when we saw our demographics on our audience, women were getting less and more men. And I I had to stop and think, I wonder if women were not getting it, right? If you're jumping in to an episode and you and I are yucking around, I'm not telling you to fuck off or shut up. They might think, oh, he's so mean to her.
0: I know. And I'll show you where I've been mean to you, actually. Oh, I, oh I know God. the last time you did mass hiring, uh, resumes were sent by pigeon carriers. So it's been a little while since you've been doing it, Shelley. But putting oh God, context. you're
1: an ass. Okay, so setting the record straight. He's not picking on me. Listen, I'm going to hold my own. Um, I,
0: I'm pretty sure you can hold your own. And, yeah. and there's been cases that you have picked on me, but I couldn't find those clips. So let's just say they never existed. All <laughs> I'll give it to you. Fair enough. Shelly,
1: what biggest
0: takeaway after a hundred episodes?
1: Yeah, I would say the research, preparation, and looking for topics that we can bring to the audience has been a tenfold benefit for me. In that, I really do feel plugged into not just our local market. But being plugged into talent acquisition globally, the incredible benefit of doing this has been meeting people. These are people that I likely never would have met. Hmm. Um, And they all were so generous with their time and so generous with their knowledge. And I say that is because what we intended to do was help TA professionals up their game get better, more credibility, reliable sources of information, best practices. And so in preparing for the show and having to do that research and meeting all these amazing thought leaders from around the world has made me 10 times better in what I do. How about you, Serge? What's been the biggest, oh my God moment?
0: I agree. I have grown as a talent acquisition professional. And the biggest reason is the level of people that we've brought on and the knowledge that they have and they have shared with our audience because our audience is learning, but we're learning too, right? What I found across the board is there's a lot of commonality of what the issues are and I think we've gotten different perspective of how to address those issues. There's tactical tips, there's long-term strategy tips that we've put out there that I think has helped a lot of people in our industry. That's what people have told me. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with it. What I also realize is before we did this, I had no clue how podcasts work. I did listen to podcasts. Like I listened to the Chad and P show, Recruiting Future. My favorite non-recruiting podcast is Tim Ferriss. I've been listening to him since 2015, I believe. But actually I started almost advertising it before I even knew what was needed to be done. I didn't know how to edit audio, I didn't know how to record, I didn't even have a proper mic. So getting everything in place was a big learning, but one that I'm really proud of because to do something like this and be consistent and put in the work, I've learned a ton on that space and I've become really passionate about the podcast industry. Yeah, What do you think our audience can expect in the next hundred episodes? Mm -hmm. Because we're sitting here right now and committing to another hundred episodes. So Shelly, what do you think they can expect?
1: I know in the immediate future, probably the most amazing meeting that I've had is to find our doppelganger. So we found a guy and a gal on the other side of the world, listened to their podcast, and it was us. Oh my God, it was incredible. But they're on the other side of the world, yet they started their podcast around the same time. They're also right up around hundred episodes. And this is going to be absolutely fascinating for the audience, because it's one thing to say, we believe that there are universal themes in talent acquisition. Like if you were going to have to recruit in a foreign country, do they face the same issues? Is their process the same? Right? So I think that's something coming up is bringing in our absolute doppelgangers. And it is going to be a blast. Yeah.
0: And who you're referring to is our friends at TAPOD or TAPOD. I call it TAPOD just the way they say it is (laughs) So they're in Australia, they have the largest audience in the Australian market, really entertaining podcast. So please do listen to it. We are going to be doing a crossover show where I will be joining Craig and uh, Shelly will be joining Lauren, then we'll have another episode where we're all in one. So that should be exciting. And to your point, we're trying to get a perspective of what talent acquisition is across the world and what are those practices that we can bring to our local market here in Canada, but also to our listeners in North America, which is where most of our listeners are. We have some in UK as well. We're also going to be bringing in one of the experts from the Netherlands. So Boz van de Hetard. I I think I said it correctly for once. I said something right, Shelley. I pronounced it correctly.
1: (laughs) I believe he is considered one of the thought leaders in Europe.
0: Oh, he is. Absolutely. So he's going to be on a show soon. And one of the questions (laughs) we're going to dig in deeper is, what is he seeing that is different from Europe to Canada? And we had Adam Gordon say that we're way behind here, which we'll dig in with Matt Alder, one of my podcast idols, uh, the host of the recruiting future is coming on very soon as well. So you can expect in the coming year to still having a lot of guest co-hosts for a Friday episode. Mm-hmm. That's something that we're going to continue. I think it adds a really interesting dynamic. And we are still going to have the cream of the crop, recruitment, influencers, thought leaders, practitioners coming to our show. So Every week, you'll get one. A couple things on the production side. We are going to be bringing on advertisers, so that's coming. And we'd really appreciate if you could support those sponsors of the show. Mm -hmm. We are working on improving our sound quality, improving our overall production value. We really want to bring this in next level. And that's something I'm working hard on for the audience that's been listening. And I know there's a lot of you that's been listening almost from first episode. Like sincerely, we really appreciate it.
1: It is. It's been amazing. And I just want to mention one more thing. And and when you talk about who's been listening to us from day one and been verbal about supporting us. And so, yes, absolutely. Thank you. Because they've actually put up with this whole progression as well. At one point, I remember listening to some episodes and thinking, I say everything two times. I say everything twice. I just did it again. Oh my God. So it took a lot to listen to myself on a podcast. And I know there's probably some people out there that count how many times in a show you would say, put that into perspective. Yes. That is Serge's favorite term, right? Let's put that into perspective.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or that's interesting. Or in reality. In reality. Yeah. Yeah. you know, the worst thing of editing these podcasts is hearing myself, and I'm like, I just said that like seven times in the fucking episodes.
1: Honestly, there's times I just cringe, and I'm like, oh my god, I sound like an idiot.
0: But that's improved dramatically. We have <laughs> I don't
1: sound all- like an idiot every show. You get to edit everything out.
0: <laughs> yeah, the whole episode of editing is it basically is two episodes that we've recorded. <laughs> And I just take half of what Shelly said, and then that makes the episode. It does. Yes. But Shelly, as my podcast partner, it's been a fun episode. The next 100 are going to be a lot more fun. So for everyone, thank you so much for listening. And I Mm -hmm. hope this keeps bringing you value. And if it doesn't, or you want to hear something that we're not talking about you have to reach out to us because we're pretty responsive and we're pretty engaged with anyone that listens or anyone in the talent acquisition space. So thank you.
1: Yes. And my sincere thanks to the audience as well. And thank you Serge for being the absolute workhorse that you are and all the work that you put into it. Thank you. And let's do another hundred.
0: Let's do another hundred.